The Nosebleed Section is a 60-minute podcast about the past week in sports. Follow us on the SoundCloud Network at The Nosebleed Section Podcast, on Twitter at The NBS Podcast, and email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Welcome to the Nosebleed Section. This is episode 39. I'm your co-host TJ alongside my tag team partner Gator. Yes, sir. We will be talking about NFL news and notes, Antonio Brown, his situation, ongoing situation. Jalen Ramsey, he wants to get out of Jacksonville. We'll be talking about our favorite teams, the Chicago Bears and the Kansas City Chiefs. Bear down, baby. Talk about the injuries that are plaguing every single quarterback in the NFL. And we will bring back our favorite segment, Pick 6. We'll be talking about six games and picking the winner out of each of those games. And you know I'm spanking that ass this year, TJ, like I did the I think last we was, couple years. We was like a game apart, man. Yeah, well, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I faltered down the stretch, though, so it's all good. Nah, whatever. Um, and then we'll talk about college football. And if we have a little bit of time left, we'll talk about Major League Baseball and the playoffs that will be coming up pretty soon. Yeah, let's get into it. A.B., man. Uh, Woo! Let's see. Where do we start? Let's just talk about the game that he played against the Miami Dolphins. He had four receptions, 56 yards, a TD. But of Was course, that a game or more of a scrimmage? Well, anybody that plays against the Dolphins. I mean, Dolphins. that was ridiculous. I mean, a lot of people were like, oh, Miami's going to play. I said Miami is a terrible team. I don't even know a why people team. thought that in the first place. Did you look at their roster? The only person I know is uh, was, Jake was, Rosen, Josh Rosen. For me, it was Mika Fitzpatrick, and he's, uh, he's gone. gone. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. So I mean, I was King and Drake, maybe. Mm. Nah, they I traded. Mean, see, this is what this is how you know you're going to have a bad season when you traded Laramie Tunsil and you traded Kenny Steele's. Yeah, and you traded Kiko Alonso. Yes, you traded three of your top players. Yes. You no, he wants to play in Miami. You, I mean, oh, I would yeah. love to play in Miami. Yeah, I would question. love to play in Miami. That was a dumb question. I feel bad for the coach. Because he's going to be in a situation where he's going to be out in the next two years. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, it was a scrimmage to answer your question. A.B. got his feet wet in the, yeah. the Patriots system. He looked good. He looked okay. He looked okay. I, I don't care about the Patriots, so I, I'm not going to say anything <laughs> nice about them. They get on my fucking nerves. Uh, Super Bowl time from the Bay. That's my boy. Greatest quarterback that I've ever seen playing in the NFL. The, the Loat. Um, the GOAT, baby. The Loat. That GOAT. So... Let's just get into the A.B. situation. We'll talk about the first situation, uh, an accused sexual assault and rape by his former trainer, Brittany Taylor. That went into uh, uh, the Allegheny County DA's office. He or she was like, nah, we're going to just drop that suit. So now there's a civil suit. Yeah, I mean, allegedly, if you read some of the stuff in the complaint that was filed against him was that she was hired to be his personal trainer. And then proceeded to try to sexual assault her, to sleep with her. I heard there was an issue where he walked up and masturbated on her back, which, in my opinion, if this is true, is, is very disturbing and very sick, and, and he needs to be looked at. But it went to the, the like you said, the district attorney's office, and they, they chose not to file any charges against him. They said it was a very weak, a weak case, and it was after the fact, years after yes, the fact, and that she allegedly went, continued to work for Mr. Brown. Yeah. And, you know, now there's a civil suit has been filed against him where it alleged that he sexually assaulted her multiple times and did all kind of unspeakable things to her. And, that you know, it's, it's just another ending circle of bad judgment and a player, in my opinion, that is an extremely gifted guy 
and is one of the top three or, or, or top receiver in the NFL right now, and he's in danger of being banned from the game for life because of uh, sexual misconduct uh, allegations. So this story was um, was on Sports Illustrated, uh, and according to a football writer by the name of Robert Klimko, four additional people have reached out to the Sports Illustrated magazine uh, regarding uh, situations with Antonio Brown. And one person is potentially going to file criminal charges. Um, and, and we'll get into that in just a second. Yeah, so now the NFL is now breaking today. You know, it's today, Friday. There's another situation like we just talked about where more women have stepped forward. Now, allegedly, there was an artist that he hired to paint murals or some sort of design in his home. And he walked in allegedly nude with a towel wrapped around was it wrapped around or was it he said it, it said in the, the the description that he had a small towel covering his genitals um and after that there were several text messages group text messages that appeared to come from uh antonio brown's phone in which it linked and showed a bunch of photos of this victim and her children um and Brown was allegedly encouraging others in the group to investigate her. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, again, here we here's a guy that, if you don't know the backstory, was a great player for the Pittsburgh Steelers last year. In years past, got into it with Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, they decided to trade him to the Oakland Raiders, and the Oakland Raiders gave them, I think, a third or fourth round draft pick for him. Mm-hmm. He played all but what three months for the Raiders. Hardly showed up for training camp. He had an incident with his feet that were frozen and some kind of thing that he was doing. Then he got into a situation with general manager Mike Mayock and basically tried to berate him in front of the team. The team sent him home, voided his contract. Then he went on Twitter and proceeded to mock John Gruden and the whole Raider organization, and they released him, and rightfully so. You can't have that type of stuff when you're trying to build a winning franchise. Then all of a sudden, the Pope, as we like to call him, Bill Belichick, reaches down hmm. uh, his hmm. almighty perch and, and, and signs this guy from the waiver wire and gives him uh, a year, $15 million, one year, $15 million contract to play with Super Bowl Tom. Hmm. And, you know, we discussed that he had four receptions and 56 yards and, and a touchdown. And now, leading into week three, there's more allegations of sexual misconduct. And that, and T, what do and, you think? And this thing is going to reach deep into his pockets. So you got the two law, uh, the lawsuits that will probably take place on that. So that's money out of his bag. And then he's losing money from sponsorships. Uh, recently, Nike has uh, cut off ties with them. And it, it, it was actually in the works before these allegations taking place, according to Nike. Um, sources within the knowledge of the situation were saying that Antonio Brown was not fulfilling his obligations and it's specifically relating to personal appearances. He was showing up late, things like that. Um, so his mind is, is, is everywhere, but you know, getting this money, man, like he's got, he's got to kind of really he's paid in. already. I think that he's, he, I think, he, think he, needs he's paid to work, he needs to work on being a better person and every person deserves some sort of uh, help. And I think that this guy needs help and any football player if you're constantly getting hit in the head, you need to take a step back and kind of understand what's going on. Yeah, there was just a great article today that was released, and they talked about uh, former wide receiver Calvin Johnson. And he, in his interview, basically stated that he smoked marijuana after every single game in the NFL because the amount of hits that he would take 
the head trauma that he suffered, the hits to his body were just so, so grave that it was either smoke marijuana or take Oxycontin or Percocets. And he refused to take Oxycontin or Percocets because it was opioid. And he saw so many players literally addicted to these drugs. Yeah. And do you think that this is playing a role in maybe Antonio Brown that maybe there's something other else oh, going there? Maybe it's some substance abuse. Oh, and, definitely. I, and I, have you seen the show Ballers? Yeah, I've seen Ballers. Yeah. So uh, Spencer Strasmore was popping like pills like they were candies. Yeah. And I've had I've had um I've had issues with yeah. that. Like yeah. when I was in a major car accident. Yeah. So you get numb to the the effects of what it does but you you can't smoke weed you right. can't do that because that's a banned substance and some of these uh other um substances these op- opioids are okay right. for some reason in the collective bargaining agreement so uh of course they're going to take those pills i just don't think that that's the right thing to do i think that i'm a big uh proponent on like having Having weed, man. Weed is not bad. Yeah, I mean, basically, you're peeling these guys up in there. And what's going to happen is is that they build up such an addiction that after their careers are over, they're hooked on these drugs. And you see these. I mean, we could talk about Ryan Leaf and all these guys that have been he's major drug addicts. He's coming back, though. I mean, yeah, but it's still you. But still that, that you had to go through this where you played the game that you loved. And then because of injuries have ravaged your body mm-hmm. that you become addicted to substances. Now I'm not saying Antonio Brown, that that's something to do with it, but I think it's something to kind of look at because this guy has totally gone off the rails. Right. I mean, you look at the situation in Philly, you're calling out the quarterback. You look at the situation in Oakland, you're calling out the general manager and you're not showing up to practice. You're, you're, you're riding in on a hot air balloon, which was cool by the way, mm-hmm. but you know, and then you, you get the contract voided and you go to new England and now you got sexual misconduct allegations i mean it's 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 really about what when is enough is enough the patriots knew about all this no i know, I know they did they chose to the sign because they, they want to win they, they care about off. winning yeah. i mean you had aaron hernandez yeah. on your team that murdered four or five people yeah, yeah. and you act like you didn't know who you were drafting nah, when you absolutely did. did know so they i mean did. i mean i mean look they're about trying to give guys second chances i totally believe that but if you really want to give a guy a second chance go sign colin kaepernick Colin Kaepernick will never play in the NFL again. I think we all, we kind of all see it. We know it. We just don't want to admit it. He's been out of the game for three years. And we'll talk about this later on with the quarterback injuries that have taken place. Obviously, these teams don't want him because the people that are getting signed are Basura, in my opinion. I mean, they're professional players. So did you see the Jets? Did you see the Jets in the Cleveland and the Browns game? Yeah. Now you telling me Colin Kaepernick cannot go play for the Jets right now? Well, he could, Hell, he yeah. could go play for the Browns. How bad Baker Mayfield looking right now? Well, Baker Baker is okay. I mean, I just I think that I think that um, Colin Kaepernick is a great individual. He's done so much for the game and the movement in in some sort. So. Um, I just, it's just, I got it. We got to start, start looking at the next step. Colin Kaepernick will not be back. We got to work on, on the next step, which, which is whatever. Let's get into Jalen Ramsey. Oh man, what a player. Special corner. So special, special corner. I I mean, last week, I don't know if you saw the highlights, he, him and, and Doug Marone, the head coach, just got into it, like, on the sideline. Literally yeah. was, like, face-to-face about to throw blows, and they got separated. And immediately after that game, against, I think it was against the Texans. Yeah, it was a, it was a game against the Texans. Um, Jalen 
basically said he wanted out. Well, I heard it's really because not so much Doug Marone, but a lot of Tom Coughlin. And I've heard this before from a lot of guys. Tom Coughlin can kind of be a bit of an, an asshole mm-hmm. to these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a very strong-willed individual. He's old and, too. and he's an older old guy. Fashion. It's kind of old-fashioned, which is yeah. fine. He's a Bill Parcells type of mode of guy. Mm-hmm. But Jalen Ramsey is such a special talent at the cornerback position that you don't really get many guys like that in that type of mode that literally will take a whole half of the field and shut it down. Mm-hmm. That you know you could put that guy on your best, the best receiver in the game and he would play well. So you kind of have to figure out a way to smooth that transition over because Jacksonville needs all the help they can and they can't afford to lose a guy like this. And people want to say, oh, well, they can get a pick of draft picks. No. If I was the fans of Jacksonville, I would demand that we continue to keep this guy and sign him to what he needs so we can continue to build towards a winner. Mm-hmm. Because you've had nothing but mediocre success the whole time you've had a franchise. I believe they had maybe three or four good seasons, and that's about the, it. They went to the AFC Championship game, and that was it. Um, so, when it comes to what what was offered, the Jacksonville was going to kind of acquiesce to to his request, like most teams do nowadays, um, they wanted the Jags wanted at least one first round pick. And I saw in some instances they wanted two first round picks for Jalen Ramsey. Um, Jalen Ramsey, man, played pretty good uh, last night. I want to say I want to say this. I don't want to cut you off, but Xavier, if Xavier Howard of the Miami Dolphins is the highest paid corner at seventy five million dollars with a fifteen million dollar annual cap, Jalen Ramsey's worth twice that. Well, he's in his rookie deal too, though. So, like, I mean. I think if he re-ups, he will be one of the highest-paid cornerbacks in the game. Yeah. Um, I I kind of want to see this trade happen, and there are some teams that have. I know been, who you're thinking. I know. Yeah, who I saw their name team. listed. Yeah, there's. I saw your team listed want, there. There so. are some. There's some teams that are interested in getting him. Uh, the Chiefs being one of them. Uh, we're front runners. <laughs> Uh, I would be, as a fan, I would be happily. You don't want to dig into that bag of Orlando Scantrick again? Yeah, no, he <laughs> He's not even on the roster. But I'm just saying, like, our our defensive backs need, they need a little bit of guidance. Now, um, we have Teron Matthew. Like, he's he's good. Uh, he's a little long in the tooth. Well, no, he's not that old. He's, he's, had, he's, 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 he's had some ACL. He's, been, he's, been he's had an ACL block. twice, I believe. Uh we got Kendall Fuller is a few years. Not in. really not really show what he was traded for. Yeah. Uh, we have Brashad Breland. Like he got toasted last week yeah, against the Raiders. Uh, but I mean he's got some promise. But they played really well that second half, I think. They really gave Derek Carr a lot of fits. I'm, that's what I'm saying. That like they're not the defense is is showing up, but to have a player like Jalen Ramsey Sure up one side of the field, like you said, and shut down an opposing player. Like, who doesn't want this? That? Is the question would you be willing to basically it's because it's going to be almost like a Khalil Mack type of deal where yeah, you have to get two or three first round picks? So, you, are you willing to? Not, I wouldn't say three, two. you could think two, and maybe you could throw so you, some cash so out you, instead it, of the two. It'll probably be a two ones and a three, two ones and a three or two. Yeah, I mean, plus the contract that you're gonna have to sign him to, plus the Mahomes contract. Oh, Mahomes is getting the money first, <laughs> right? I'm but thinking, but I mean, if you trade yeah. for Ramsey, you would want the contract to be almost ready. I would I would say sign and trade, sign and trade deal. So there was a report today that the owner, um, Sean, wants to, yeah, wants to wants to um, keep him, keep him, and sign and him, sign yeah. him. But I still think his agent is gonna try to press for that trade. So. Um, 
the Chiefs are a front runner. I heard the Cowboys are a front runner, Philly. and I heard um, Seahawks are a front runner. Yeah. Like those are like the three teams that I saw that were pretty. I would be worried about the Cowboys because the Cowboys are a little bit more aggressive and than the Chiefs are. Money. The Cowboys are very aggressive. They don't have any. They don't have any picks though. They got money, but they don't have no picks. But the Chiefs, this is this has them all over. It. Like yeah. this is just if it happens and. It, 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 I'm gonna say this one thing though: if the Patriots end up signing this motherfucker, <laughs> I don't think I mean, I the, the think, Patriots have Stephon Gilmore. The Patriots are set. It's I don't I don't I don't think he'll go to New England. I think that I think that at the end of the day, if you're you're a Chiefs fan, I think the team that you got to be worried about is Dallas or Philly, or you got to worry about that dark horse team, maybe Seattle. Mm-hmm. I heard maybe uh, the, the Chargers. I mean, there's a the lot. Chargers, of Chargers. Can, the Chargers can jump in there and trade. Uh, Melvin Gordon to them, yeah. and, and, and and they can get rid of Leonard Fournette, who I heard they're very unhappy with, mm-hmm. who just really hasn't showed up at all. I'm mad because I had him year. on my fantasy football team. Um, he just Fanduel, really hasn't, and he didn't do jack crack. I mean, it's almost like me, it's um, almost like this guy was this. Was, I remember when he was drafted. I mean, people were saying he was the safest pick in the draft, and then he's complete bust. Let's just say what it is. Complete bust at this point. You know what I think it is? And it's not necessarily... All the talent big, in the world. No, I don't think it's a dig on him yeah. personally. I think it's his 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 uh, body type, his yeah. size. The only player that I've seen in the last five years that has his size, that has done some work, is uh, the guy that was on the opposite side of the field. Henry. Henry. I mean, Adrian Peterson's a big... big no, he's not as big six, as these three, six, dudes. 6'2", 6'3". He's not as big as these dudes. And Josh Jacobs, like, he was pretty good, like, his first game before he got injured. Yeah. I mean, he's banged up right now, yeah. but um, I don't see any huge backs, like, really. I haven't seen anybody, like, that big since the... What was that Giants running back? The big uh, Brandon dude, Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs. Yeah, but he like, wasn't a feature guy, though. He was like, you know, it was like a hodgepodge of we bring him in, third down guy, whatever. He was special. special. He wasn't a bail count back. down back. Oh, right, and I, but Leonard Fournette has the ability to be a pass catcher. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He can catch the ball at the backfield. Use him like a I just think man. he got paid and got lazy and was like, I made it to the NFL. I signed my little rookie whatever deal, and I'm good. I think that's what happened. He still got a couple years, don't he? I mean, he has, he's played for three as a third year. That's what I'm saying. So he, he, got, he, like ran, a, he rushed for, he rushed for a thousand yards his rookie year. He rushed for like six, maybe five hundred yards last year. Yeah, and he was hurt though. And this, I don't. I mean, he had three point two a carry. That's kind of three point two a carry. Yeah, that's boo boo. That's terrible. Well, yeah, maybe. I think this year he had like three point two a carry. I think there should be multiple for a guy that was trade. for a guy that was nine point nine in college and was was compared to Adrian Peterson and the and the, and the pantheons of running backs. I mean, this guy was Ezekiel Elliott is. He's not Saquon Barkley. He's not Zeke. Oh, for sure he ain't. But that's who he's compared to when you draft a running back that high. Now. That's true. Cause you expect that type of. See, that's the thing I'm talking about. The SEC <laughs> is over. Well, we'll jump into them in college. Don't they, worry. I got a whole. I got a whole ramble they're, for, the, they're, for, the, for the for the the pantheon SEC. Yeah, the SEC just produces players and they don't equate. That's kind of like they're like the SEC is like the Duke <laughs> of the NFL. <laughs> like they don't. They just got all these great players and they don't pan out the next level. I okay. Mean, yeah, it, it mean it's it's it is what it is. I think Jalen Ramsey, he should be gone by week four. You just want to win the Chiefs. I do want. You <laughs> just want to win the Chiefs uh, to secure a Super Bowl title. I, oh, if we if oh, bruh, yeah. if we have him and we stay healthy, we're going to the Super Question, Bowl. Question: You have to win. stay healthy. You better hope that Tyreek Hill can come back and play. They said he was playing basketball like last practice last week. He was he was dribbling basketball around. He'll be back in like two and a half weeks, three weeks. No, he'll be back on the field. 
he'll be back on the field for gameplay. I mean, I had him like on, hey, I have him on my fantasy team. He was my second overall, my second pick in the second round. So I need him to be healthy. I had Melvin Gordon. That was your first pick. I, it wasn't my first. I auto draft. Why did they? Because I they oh. the the draft started while I was at work, and I totally forgot. And I took so him I like the last anything. round. Put him on the bench. So. Bruh, we're going to talk about that fantasy oh, later. Oh. Uh, maybe off air. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's talk about our teams um, yeah. individually. Yeah. I, I'm i going to talk. I want you to talk about the Bears real yeah, quick. Go Bears, ahead. I'll listen. I'll Bears listen. play uh, Washington on Monday night. Uh, you guys are 1 and 1. Washington's 0 and 2. Yeah. Uh, you guys have one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the league. And you're saying that they're not that good? Well,. We've given up two touchdowns. And my concern is that we're – I think we are excellent, but my concern is that I feel we're going to wear down. We've already lost Bilal Nickel, the starting three technique next to uh, Hakeem Nix. He's going to be out for that Washington game with a broken hand. So we have to slide somebody in there. The pass rush looks like it's strong. You know, we have Khalil Mack there. We have Leonard Ford. Aaron Lynch comes in. What I'm really impressed with the most with the Bears is their linebacker play and Roquan Smith and Obsession Well. They're, they're really quick, outstanding guys in the in pass coverage. They're really flowing downhill. They're attacking – with great speed at the quarterback, with the quarterback and the running back, and they're really punishing them. The concern that I really have is the back end. You know, that loss of Adrian Amos, and I really thought that Hakeem Nix would kind of slide in there and really play well, which he has, but it's it seems like it's missing. It doesn't really seem like we're cohesive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really seem like we're really stopping the pass how we should. I mean, if you go back to the Denver game, the second game we almost lost, Joe Flacco turned it on and moved the ball down the field and was able to score a touchdown, and we shouldn't allow that to happen. And that was very disappointing for a top-10 defense. We're supposed to shut that, them down mm-hmm. and really get after them, and we really didn't. But the real concern is Mitchell Trubisky on offense. Yeah, what's up with money-making Mitch, bro? He just really hasn't played well. I mean, he basically passed – for in, in two games, I want to say mm, 400 yards, mm. no touchdowns, mm. two interceptions. And with a quarterback rating, I think, of 70. Completion percentage of 55. He's really regressed from the guy from last year to this year. And he's supposed to be a guy that's supposed to lead us to the Super Bowl. And he just really looks very inept at that position. And this is really troublesome. Also, the one thing that is also bothering us is the run game. It's completely been inept. We we have three running backs. We haven't figured out a way how to use these three running backs. I think the feature guy needs to be the rookie Ty uh, Montgomery, I think his name is. I think he needs to be the guy that we feature, the guy we drafted out of Ohio State. I mean, Iowa State in the third round. Seems to be really coming on, especially in that Denver game. Tariq Cohen's kind of a scat back guy that we can kind of get the ball to in some different sets. He has his niche. And then Mike Davis, uh, he's the third guy that maybe can be a third down back. But we need to show up that running back rotation to really give Mitchell Trubisky some help. We really need to run the ball more, I think, up the field instead of stretch play, zone reads. We really need to hammer that home, especially with the offensive line that we have. Mm-hmm. And we really need to figure out a way to get Mitch Trubisky more comfortable. Maybe get the ball out, roll him out of space, some bootlegs, get the ball to the tight end, which is another thing. The tight end, Trey Burton, has been hurt. Mm-hmm. His first game back was against the Denver game. I think he played maybe 25 snaps. Mm-hmm. He had a groin injury. So that limits also Mitchell Trubisky. But... If you look at the group of receivers that we have, we have Antonio Miller, 
We have Allen Robinson. We have Patterson. We have guys that can kind of stretch the field, but we're not getting them the ball. And that's very troublesome because Mitch Trubisky does have time to deliver. The offensive line is giving him time, but for some reason he's failing to hit his receivers in stride. He's failing to make the reads that he is, and it's costing us. And we're in a situation now where we're relying on the defense to get turnovers and get us in positions to where we can score. But the defense is getting tired, and we need to score. I think the Bears have scored only – 17 points in two games and that's very troublesome going into the to the to 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 the week three of the NFL where we're going to play a Redskins team that's on to that's going to come out and attack us and they're going to come out and put pressure on Mitch Trubisky he needs to make these throws and if you have any chance of getting the playoffs or making it to the Super Bowl then it's going to rely on Mitch Trubisky's shoulders and you see that division the Packers are, are looking very stout at defense the mm. Vikings look like they'll have a good defense mm. you know Detroit maybe we can beat up on them I, but I, the schedule you know is going to be difficult young for the division low-key kind of weak this season yeah but the defenses are very good and you just don't know when you become divisional playing divisional divisional uh, you know they know each other so i don't really look at that as oh they're weak or not because when you play a team twice a year for the last 40 to 30 years you're going to know their tendencies and that's the problem that the bears will run into in division play and you'll see that when you talk shortly about the chiefs that when you go down to la or when you go into oakland or when you go into Denver, no matter how good you are, those are always good, tight, close games mm-hmm. because they know your opponent and you know your opponent. So with the Bears all in all, I think it really just leads down to Mitchell Trubisky. He really needs to step it up. The defense is fine. They'll, they'll shore it up. I think the receivers need to step up, but we really need to get some answers at the running game. And I really hope this rookie out of Ohio State will step up and take that number one position and continue to lead us. I would really like to see a 100 to 200-yard rushing game come from the Bears. Against wow. the Redskins, I think that 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 is where we need to start running the ball, getting success there, and then start to open up the passing game for Trubisky so he can have some success to build forward. So just to just to piggyback on what you're just saying, um, the Redskins putting up points. The they last, do. They score. They, Case Keenum can he can score. Yeah, they, but we got an outstanding defense that's that's going to put pressure on him. Like I said, and so. then you guys you guys are playing one of the worst defenses in the league. This is an interesting matchup. Um, I'm sure you'll be talking about that in the pick six. Um, so let's talk about the Chiefs. Uh, we play the Ravens. We're both 2-0. and This is a marquee matchup for this week. It's a good game. It's a very good very game. Very good game. Is that Sunday night? Yeah, it is. Uh, no, wait. It's Sunday afternoon. But oh, wow. That should have been a Monday. You guys should have been on Monday Night Football with that one. Yeah, maybe. They, they probably didn't think the matchup was going to be that good. Uh, preview is like one of the – this is like Pat Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. That's all this is. Two, two quarterbacks that are on top of their game. Uh, two offenses that are in the top five. Uh, but my concerns are what they've been for like the last four years or so. The defense. <laughs> yeah, especially uh, that back end of what you talked about a little bit off camera here. Yeah, the 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 the, the cornerbacks they're better than they were last year, um, but they still need work. Um, my my concerns are somewhat related to that. Like, how can they contain Lamar Jackson, especially as a running back? Or he's not a running back, obviously, but as a running quarterback. Yeah. Um, he he's a tremendous passer. I I thought he had a really good arm. Uh, coming out of college, uh, I compared him to RG three at one point. I think he's better. I better. mean, in terms of his arm, I think strength. he's better than Vic and RG three. Honestly, uh, um, I, I I like his uh, his uh, decision making on the field. Um, 
I'll talk a little bit about the injuries that have plagued the the Chiefs, especially on the offensive end. I mean, luckily, we haven't had any major issues on defense. Um, but we had an injury to our starting left tackle, Eric Fisher, yeah. uh, who's only missed really like three games, I think, his entire career. Yeah. Um, and so Cam Irving will have to step up, and I think, on that left side, um, the blind side, basically, of uh, Fisher, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. And Fisher's been – I remember when you took him first overall, a lot of people were like, who's this guy? Right. He, he really isn't a pro bowler, but he's been a solid left tackle mm-hmm. for like eight years mm-hmm. with you guys, and that's a big loss, mm-hmm. you know, especially with that pass rush of Baltimore – and Patrick Mahomes is not the thickest guy, but one thing about him is that he's so quick with the release to get the ball out. So it'll be interesting to see. The good news is that Cam Irving actually, uh, before Fisher, um, you know, he he was a starter. Like he he played a few games, so it's not like we're plugging in somebody that uh, has no real experience, NFL experience. Uh, but to lose uh, uh, Fisher, it was with a groin injury. So they call it a core issue. But yeah, for a big guy, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to uh, come back from that is going to be uh, uh, troubling. But yeah, and then our running back situation, um, both Damian Williams and LaShawn McCoy are questionable for this week. Um, I don't know how that's gonna how that's gonna pan out. They'll probably both play, but if not, then you got the third stringer, Darren Thompson, small back out of Utah State. Um, I don't know how he's gonna. You well, know. he's very electric when he's in the open field. Yeah, they use and him I, the outside yeah, a lot. I, I like you know. I don't know how good he is through the up the middle, but he's very electric on those jet sweeps, those those uh, design runs to the outside when you mm-hmm. line him up in the slot or that that flare that little smoke screen that that Kansas City likes to throw a lot. He's only had uh, he's only had one attempt uh, from rushing, and that was last week against the Raiders, and he only got a yard. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, if they're gonna use him as a running back, I don't know how that's gonna work out. Uh, and then in terms of the wide receivers, uh, since Tariq Hill's been out, um, the the wide receivers kind of stepped up against the Raiders. So McCole Harmon and Demarcus Robinson have been stepping up. I like to see what they do against this defense. Um, so offense is, I mean, it's a little shaky. Sammy Watkins needs to, to continue to play at a high level. We saw in the first game his 155 yards that he put on the ground, and then he kind of disappeared the second week. Mm-hmm. I want to see him continue to kind of rise up and play his uh, play it to his ability that I thought he could have because you remember Sammy before the foot injury was mm-hmm. such an electric guy, a wide mm-hmm. receiver. I remember him coming out. Of, I remember his freshman year at Clemson. Clemson. He put yeah. up like 1,400 yards receiving and just lit – the ACC on fire there, and he kind of digressed his sophomore year and then came back his junior year was an exceptional player. Mm-hmm. And I just think in that Andy Reid offense that he's playing in, now he'll be the featured number one guy since Tyreek is out. I think he needs to step up and be the explosive player that we think he can be, and I think that will be very good for the Chiefs. And there's one player on the defense that I'm going to be keeping my eye on. He's not really a featured guy, but um, he's a second stringer. He's the defensive end, uh, Emmanuel Ogba. Like he he's he's gonna fill in the the gaps, and I think they should use him heavily, especially yeah. if this running game. You got uh, Ingram back there. Uh, they're gonna need to f- uh, flush out and, and refresh the line every so often. Um, but I, I like to see him play pretty well. Uh, but I, I mean, this is gonna be a good game. I got a friend that that, that um, he doesn't work with me anymore, but uh, he knows who he is, man. We've been talking mad shit, man. He's a he's a super. 
super cool cat, man. But we we got we got our little thread going where he's gonna be talking mess and I'm gonna be talking mess and whoever wins, you know, best 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 of luck. Bro. I mean, it's hard because I like I got an uncle that's a huge Baltimore fan. Shout out to my uncle out there. He knows who he is. We were talking last week about the progress of Lamar Jackson and how excited we both are for him and mm-hmm. how good he looks mm-hmm. and how good it is for the black quarterback because here's a guy that people said should have played wide receiver right. coming out of college right. when all he did was throw for 4,000 yards right. and rush for another 4,000 yards. Preach. How shameful are you? Preach. Now he's setting the NFL on fire. Preach. And then you got my brother Patrick Mahone over there with yeah. the yogurt slingshot yeah. on his arm that's, Boy, that's, that's throwing the ball around looking like he's like a video game NFL blitz somebody. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm just looking forward to the match matchup of two young great quarterbacks that's going to set the NFL on fire and it's just kind of hard to pick a favorite and you know I just want to see a good football game I do too I hope everyone comes out of that thing healthy I mean it's it's a it's one of the best games so far in this early season yeah um but yeah I'm excited about that I I I I ultimately believe that the Chiefs will win because that's that's what I do as a fan I always want them to win no I mean but this is probably one of the games that's on the calendar that could go um, definitely either way. It's a way. great matchup. Two 2-0 two teams. I mean, uh, you couldn't ask for anything other better. Great quarterback play, great offensive play all around. Two solid defenses. Uh, you know, Andy Reid is, is a great coach, and he'll have a great game plan going in. Same with uh, with, uh, with Harbaugh. He's a, a good coach, won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But, you know, jumping into quarterback, I think it's a perfect segue now to talk about the, the amount yeah, of injured is. quarterbacks. And there was particularly one quarterback that went out that I think is going to really affect his team a lot more than people realize, and that's Drew Brees. And I want to jump into him right away because he's going to be out for almost six to seven weeks with a sprain to broken thumb. And a game, in my opinion, that his team had a great chance of winning if he not was hurt. It was you know, ligament damage. It was ligament damage on Ligament damage, yeah. He got, he got surgery on it. Um, he couldn't even grip the ball. I remember. You yeah. know, but it's so funny when you go back to that play. All Aaron Donald did was almost put, swat his he hand. He put his hand out. Yeah. But it looked like someone's hand that was literally five sizes bigger than his hand yeah. almost. And you saw his fingers mm-hmm. peel back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the amount of games that they're going to miss. I mean, he's going to miss some big games. You're talking about games against the Falcons, the Bears, the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You know, some big games that the, that the, that the Saints are going to need him in. And then you look at Teddy Bridgewater. Can he lead? And that's the question. Do you think Teddy Bridgewater should be the guy? Or do you think they should go to that super special player, Tyson Hill? Now, I think that um, Bridgewater got a, a bad break. Yeah. Um, Literally, and I'm not trying to that be funny on that part, but um, I thought he had a tremendous promise coming out of Minnesota, college, yeah. and uh, Minnesota was looking to have him as their uh, you know franchise quarterback, and that freak incident during practice derailed him some. Um, I think he's found new life here in New Orleans. Yeah, um, I just believe that. It's gonna take time. Yeah. Repetitions. You sitting behind yeah. one of the, one of the greatest quarterbacks to play yeah. the game. Um, he's got a lot to to live up to, um, but I think he'll be fine. I think yeah. that if he manages uh, the game correctly and 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 doesn't uh, make too many mistakes, he'll be he'll be okay. He's got weapons around him, yeah. um, and I think that he'll be fine. Uh, they don't know who's gonna be the starter. That's the yeah. only thing. I think they're going to uh, use both keep, guys. Yeah, Payton's keeping it close guys. to the vest. I think he won't use two guys. I think he's saying right now so that the uh, the team doesn't have any way to you know prep. I think he goes with Bridgewater. I think he does too. I think he goes with Bridgewater go with because he's the more veteran, traditional, he's yeah, got, traditional got, quarterback. He's played NFL games. Yeah, he knows so, how to handle it. Just the only knock on Teddy is that I really enjoyed him at Louisville. I remember him for the Vikings uh, in the NFC division. He was, he was a good quarterback. 
But he was a little hesitant sometimes to pull the trigger on the mm-hmm. ball. He would kind of take the safe route, more of an Alex Smith type of player. Mm-hmm. And the Saints are more of an explosive offense, but they have a good line around him and they have weapons around him to kind of mask that. He needs to be more of a distributor. Right. He doesn't need to be Drew Brees. He doesn't need to be Teddy Bridgewater from Minnesota. He just needs to be Teddy Bridgewater. I'm going to distribute to my weapons. I'm going to get the ball to Kamara. I'm going to get the ball to Thomas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the ball to the tight end. I'm going to get the ball on the perimeter to some of the weapons I have there. Then I'm going to make sure that if I do, I don't want to put my team in a bad position because I also have a good solid defense right. that can kind of pick me up when I need to, to get turnovers and make stops for me. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. The other guy has been Roethlisberger that's out for the season. I think his career is over. Do you think his career is over? I the think elbow injury. elbow injury. I mean, it's throwing arm, it's his elbow. He's been yeah. in the league over a decade. Yeah. Uh, Just I mean, signed a massive contract. Stuff. Yeah. He said he's going to be there to, to fulfill his co- uh, contract obligations, but I mean... We'll see how they they pan out against the Niners. I want to see how how things work out in this first game. Um, But I think his career is pretty much on the tail end, and this might be the end of it. Um, So they turned to the rookie Mason Rudolph. Yeah, that's, I mean. Third rounder out of Oklahoma State. A couple years ago, guys were saying that this was Big Ben's replacement. Now, he gets a chance for a full season to kind of show the franchise, maybe I can be the guy. Maybe we should release Big Ben. Maybe Big Ben should retire. Mm -hmm. Because let's be honest, he hasn't won a playoff game. I mean, he hasn't won a Super Bowl since 2008 or Mm 2009. So, you know, he's he's had some, some good seasons, but he's also been very up and down. So he's 36, 37. He's took a lot of punishment to his body. Maybe Mason Rudolph can seize hold of that job. What do you see in Mason? I don't I don't know if he's got the reps with uh the first team. Yeah, Smith Schuster. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't I can't I I don't know. I've yeah. never seen him play yeah. against anybody. So I, I I hope he does well. He's a big guy. He's about 6'5, 230, but again, he hasn't really taken significant NFL snaps. Right. There are a lot of guys that look great in college, especially in this run, this air raid offense. And we need to be extremely careful because the air raid not offense... everyone is like Patrick Mahomes. Right. So everyone is not Patrick Mahomes. Everyone's not um, the guy from Arizona. The guy uh, that just got uh, drafted. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to get a bag of goods and then you're going to get a bag of shit. Yeah. So you got to be careful. And I'm not saying... That Mason Rudolph is bad, but I want to. I'm, I'm, I'm curious I'm too, curious. because they were touting Rudolph. him as Big Ben's replacement. Now yeah. he gets he's set behind Big Ben for two years. Yeah. Now he gets opportunity to start. So it'll be really interesting. The other guy was Nick Foles. He's been out for about since week one. We uh, we we took him out. Yeah. And that and that it, here's the thing that he went out good. He went out on a touchdown pass. Oh, the nice he, lollipop. Yeah, yeah, and he got popped. He got sandwiched basically. Yeah. So, uh, Kyle Byrne, he's, he's, Kyle Bone, he's out for a while. Um, Cam Newton and his foot. Yeah, that's now, big. Now, that's so big. He's, he's struggling to come back with his shoulder. Now he's got this uh, foot issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, Rob Rivera, did you see that? Uh, did you see that interview? No, but I heard about it. Man. He, I mean, a lot of these coaches are tired yeah. of. The bullshit. Yeah, of people like, like us. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 like, like us. us. We're media now. Yeah, we're media we're now. We're getting into one specific player, right. and they're more focused on the team. Right. Bill Belichick also had a presser today because people kept talking about AB. He's like, I want to talk about the team and what we're doing against this team. He like these coaches are getting tired, but right. I, I think Ron Rivera he handled himself very well. He very didn't classy. yell. He didn't yell at anybody. He just said, "Look." I don't want to talk about Cam Newton. I don't know what's going on. When we find out, you will know. And then someone immediately asked him a question, and he said, what did I just say? And then he just walked off calmly. Uh, But 
I think that Cam Newton um, is just sad. I mean, not sad. It's just just disappointing. I guess the word I should use. MVP. You go. You you go to the Super Bowl. You get waxed. Right. Then the the car accident, and then you just start to see this the steady decline. Um, it, I I just don't know what to say. I mean. You the don't punishment. have a quarterback. The punishment. You don't have a quarterback the, to use in in Carolina. Who is the, the backup quarterback? The punishment. I mean, I, I I saw this years ago with him. Mm-hmm. They run him thirty percent of the time, right? Per game. Yeah. You know, I know everybody says he's he's six five, two forty. Superman. He's Superman, but how much can Superman take in the NFL? Well, the, recently they put weapons like uh, McCaffrey behind. But now him, his, so his now, shoulders tore up. Right. His shoulders tore. He can't make throws anymore. Right. Well, I mean, honestly, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. He just looks like a different quarterback. I mean, he's a guy that needs to run to be successful, to take pressure off the defense. Mm-hmm. That's what his game's built around. His game is built around it. The defensive knows that he's going to run. The defensive knows that he has an explosive arm. Now you're trying to say he doesn't really have that ability to push the ball great lengths downfield. So now he's almost one dimensional where he's going to hand the ball off. It's a lot of short intermediate passes. That ain't his game. Right. So you see him struggling now. So right. they're trying to figure out ways to mask that with the running game, with adding weapons around him. But that don't do well when you can't get nobody the ball. And that's, that's what you see in Carolina. He can't make the throws. That's true. They're stacking the ball. They're stacking the line of the defense, begging McCaffrey to run into an eight-man box. Mm-hmm. And we saw that when they lost on Thursday Night Football last week when they – Third and fourth and goal, and they ran the ball, right, and they tried sweet. to do a stretch yeah. zone play when yeah. when everybody in their mama was expecting Cameron running right up the middle, yeah. but he just couldn't do it because his body's beat up now right. and he's declining. That's true. And the two quarterbacks that are just oh my goodness, uh, the Jets, yeah, the Jets, Sam Darnold got mono, yeah, so he's gonna be out for a few weeks, yeah, and then his replacement, Trevor Simeon. Did you see the injury? He broke his ankle. It looked bad. Bad. It looked bad, yeah. It looked really bad. And I saw him walking off. Like, they didn't cart him off or anything. (laughs) Like, they just popped it back into place, and he walked off the field. He's a tough guy at a Northwestern, man. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, now... The quarterback situation in uh, in New York is is crazy. Looks very bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we didn't talk about this, but I'm going to briefly talk about it. So... What's up with Eli? You think he'll ever play again? I don't know. I mean, I just think that if you really look at it, without due respect, Eli Manning won two Super Bowls, mm-hmm. but he's extremely overrated. Mm-hmm. Extremely overrated. It wasn't he statistically has been the worst starting quarterback in the NFL yes. since he's won his last Super Bowl. Yes. And that's a fact. Yes. Look it up. He has literally been worse in Turnovers, interceptions, touchdowns, mm-hmm. yards, everything has been terrible. Mm-hmm. Why do you think Odell Beckham ran to Denver? I mean, ran to, to the Browns yeah. because he saw the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. And no disrespect, uh, Daniel Jones, I just don't believe. I, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not a believer. I I'm mean, not a believer. I, I, I'm sorry. No disrespect. I don't like Duke. So. No disrespect. There ain't nobody like in the Duke. world can tell me a quarterback out of but. Duke can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Okay. It ain't going to happen. Hey, it ain't going to happen. I'm going to tell you I'm something. sorry. Nobody <laughs> thought a quarterback out of North Carolina could either. Your boy Mitch. Is, Mitch is terrible. Okay, so he's ACC, terrible. no bueno, right? The only Trevor Lawrence would maybe be the greatest quarterback. They talking about him now, but he looks bad. They ain't look good. He t- they talking bad about him. I know he looking bad. He throw like four or five. So you just don't know. I mean, look, it, it, you look. You draft these guys. You yeah. hope they develop. You yeah. put resources and money into them. Sometimes it don't happen. Hell, Daniel Jones can be the next Peyton Manning, all I know. I'm just saying I don't believe in it. 
I'm just saying we'll wait and have to see. I'm saying Eli Manning's career ain't over, but he ain't going to be playing for the Giants no more. Yeah. He, so he, I think he, that's done. done. Yeah. But there's some teams out there that need a quarterback. And if I was Eli Manning, I'd be on the phone with somebody trying to make some deals. You look at Jacksonville right now, I mean, well, you can go down there to Jacksonville. You look at New Orleans right now, you should go, go down there to New Orleans. I mean, there's some teams that need a quarterback. There's mm-hmm. some teams that need a good starting backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Hell, I ain't really so with Washington. Washington can use Eli Manning. But I don't know if they want to trade him in that division. Nah, they won't. So, do that. I mean, he could he could go be a backup somewhere. You know, guys are gonna get hurt. Eli Manning is a serviceable quarterback, but it was time for the Giants to move on. He just ain't got it done. I think this is last year. They just gonna fade him off into the background. I mean, he's making twenty million. He's probably they making- just signed him though. That's crazy. They they just gave him money <laughs> to sit on the bench. That's kind of like Kobe Bryant. That's a Kobe Bryant contract right there. But Kobe made his last year $40 million. Yeah, and he, just, and he didn't do nothing. He scored 61. They let him score 60-something six, points in the last game. They was, was like, good. go ahead and shoot, Kobe. I know. Shoot from half court. I go know. ahead and do but it. But it was beautiful to see him go off into the sunset. Yeah, like whatever. We got breaking news. Okay. Uh, Cam, Cam Newton is ruled out Sunday, so uh, the Panthers will start Kyle Allen. I guess Ron Vera got tired and said, fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead well, and make this announcement. Well, he's hurt. Yeah, I mean, we he could have played, saying. though. He could have played, maybe. Uh, and then, also, Damian Williams is ruled out, the, the Kansas City Chiefs running back. Wow. So, so yeah, we, we're we going to be pretty short. Like, I hope I hope McCoy is, is uh, healthy enough to play. Like, I hope he is. Otherwise, like I said, we got a third stringer that I've only seen, like, very rarely run the ball. Um so those are two new uh, notes that just popped up in the last kind of 20 also, minutes Also, David so. Nkanjoko is going to be out with a concussion and a wrist injury. Wow. Mm. He was coming on strong for the Browns at the tight end position. It's a, it's, the injuries are starting to pile up now. It's a it's a man's game. Yeah, it man. is. It is. It really uh, is. And I played the sport and I love it. So I will never play that. It was a great ever. game. It's, it's a great game. It's not like basketball. Pick six? Pick six. six. All right. Let's go. Um if you are new to this, uh, the pick six is where we pick like six games and we try to go head to head, see who has the best record at the end of the season. And we um, we were battling last year before you know shit hit the fan. <laughs> before I had a kid, nah, before my son was I mean, born. There's a lot of stuff that happened. Uh, so you want to go first? Sure, sure, sure. I'll go first. So, uh, for my first team, I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers over the Denver Broncos. I just think Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is just too good. I think Green Bay has absolutely no offense. I think their defense will give them a little fits, but I think Green Bay's offense, I mean, defense is much better than Green Bay's, I mean, than Denver's offense. So I'm going to take the Packers over Denver for my first game. Mm-hmm. The second game is a no-brainer. Dallas oh, yeah. over Miami. Dak has been hey. playing lights out. He's looking like all world. Okay. Pay my brother. Yeah. Back the Brinks truck up to him. Zeke's back. He's running with passion. Defense looks good. Mm-hmm. Miami's going to trot Josh Rosen out there. He's going to get his head beat in. I feel sorry for the kid. Mm. Next team, New England over the Jets. Another simple game. New England's just playing far too well. Super Bowl time's going to be in his element. They're going to run right through the Jets. The Jets are going to start a, a, a guy that shouldn't even be in the NFL at the quarterback position. Next game, I'm going to take the Rams over the Cavs. Over, I keep saying the Cavs. Over the Browns. Yeah. I just think the Rams are, are, are going to find a way to do it. McVay's look very sharp. Golf's look sharp. The running games look sharp. Defense looks good. Baker Mayfield just holds onto the ball far too long. Mm-hmm. I think that pass rush is going to get to him. I think they're going to give him fits. I think it's going to be a good game, but all in all, I'm going to take the Rams. 
Next game, we're going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers over the San Francisco 49ers. I think the 49ers are a bunch of cupcake pretenders. Mm. They have no business being 2-0, but they are somehow. And I think the Steelers are going to come mm. in here smacking them out, show them some old-fashioned football and run the ball down their throat. And I think Jimmy G is going to have a long day throwing the football. For my last and final game, I'm going to take my Chicago Bears over the Washington Redskins. I think the Redskins are trash. I think they're going to be 0-3. I think the Bears are going to be 2-1. They're going to put the Green Bay game behind them, and they're going to continue to roll. And we're going to get on track, and we're going to be 3-1. Go pick six. All right, so we're pretty close on the, the picks. So I'm, I'm in the same kind of boat. So my pick six goes as follows. I got the Packers over the Broncos for similar reasons uh, that you just pointed out. I also have... Uh, the the boys over Miami. I'm gonna just say this right off, <laughs> off the bat. Miami is going 0 16, oh, so man. I'm picking every game is gonna have a Miami game. Like it's gonna oh. always have Miami on there. So uh, yeah, Cowboys Dak man, that boy is on fire. He is definitely playing for his contract. I hope he is not one of those moments where okay, I got my money now. I'm gonna just take my foot off the gas. Uh, okay, so that those two are those are cake, right? Then we got uh, the Cardinals over the Panthers, especially after just hearing this news about Cam Newton not playing. Um, I think that uh, Kyler Murray is gonna he's gonna throw at least fifty attempts. Uh, that guy's gonna have like to have ice and rotator cuff surgery in like three years. But Kyler Murray, yeah, they run, they run, they 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 run him ragged. Um, so yeah, I have the Cardinals over the Panthers. I have the Rams over the Browns. Um, so we're pretty like neck and neck. I think those are four easy ones there. Um, I have the Niners over the Steelers. I don't think you understand how many points did the Niners score last week? Like 40 something. Yeah, like they scored. They, they scored. Like they got. They, but it was and, a terrible Kyle, team. Kyle Shanahan is it's working his offense, team. man. Like you got one of the best paper champs. Paper champs. You got That's one, all of, I, you got one of the better tight ends no faith, in the league. I have no faith in Jimmy G. Okay. Well, Jimmy G, Jimmy G is going to prove prove them wrong. And the Steelers are just reeling, man. Like the quarterback's gone. We were just talking about how Rudolph. No one really knows what he's capable of. Um, they did get some defensive help with the the pickup of uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, so their defense is pretty solid in the back end. Um, but I still think the Niners will win that. And I'm going to pick my Kansas City Chiefs over the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think this team is special. Like, even with the injuries, can you stop McGoat? Can you stop Patrick McGoat? Can you? You can't. You cannot stop him. You can only hope to contain him. I look forward to him passing for over 400 yards. He will have at least four touchdowns. Wishful thinking. And zero interceptions. Wishful thinking. So, uh, that's my pick six. And we'll, we'll tally those uh, up at the end of this week. Are you going to be able to do this next week? We'll try to. Okay. We'll try to do some next week. Uh, otherwise, we'll, I'll just put it on the uh, the Twitter feed. If not, I'll just fax. I'll just give you we'll, we'll do something. We'll do like something. That. We'll figure we'll something out. We'll figure it out. Um, so, yeah, that'll be it for the pick six. Now, let's get into college football. Oh, I love college. College football is like... Eh. I mean, I, you know what I really miss? That football game that was on the PlayStation. Oh, uh, uh, NCAA you football. football. Yeah, yeah like, I do too. That, like, that was great. Just to see all the matchups. Road to the championship. Just, yeah, it's just. But that's the that's my extent of college football. Like I, that's when I used to be into it. I'm into it, but not as much now. We're gonna talk about 
the game uh, that we are going to be following, because we're both Notre Dame fans, it's Notre Dame versus Georgia. Yeah, so it's basically number three Georgia versus number seven Notre Dame. It's going to be uh, in Athens, Georgia tomorrow. It's a big game. Notre Dame played Georgia. Basically, Georgia came up to Notre Dame and played Notre Dame at uh, Notre Dame. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 uh, 2017, it was a one, I think a one point loss, 20 to 19. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame fumbled the ball. They had a chance. They were driving down the field. Uh, uh, Brandon Woodbridge, I think, was a starting quarterback. He was sacked, fumbled. They lost the game. This team's a little different. Uh, this Georgia team's a little different. But they do have Jake Fromm, and a lot of people are very up and down about Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm, in my opinion, is a number one over. Is a number one pick. He's going to go in the first round. He's six four, two hundred and thirty pound quarterback. If you haven't show this, if you haven't show saw the show Friday Night Lights, the first season, I think you should watch it. He's a featured quarterback on there. I mean, I was really impressed by his leadership in high school and his poise and his ability. Started as a freshman at Georgia. This is his third year. They don't really have a lot of good receivers. No, they don't. Um, they don't have no name receivers. I mean, they have they have Demetrius Robinson. I don't know if you remember him. Cal fans probably do. He signed with Cal. Played there for two years. Transferred after Wilcox came in. Didn't really do much last year at Georgia. Kind of came into his own uh, this year. Had one good game against, I believe, Murray State. That doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to step up in class and can play Notre Dame, who has a very outstanding secondary. They have two safeties, Jaylee Elliott and Aloha Gilman. They also have a freshman that uh, is extremely talented, 6'4", 230. They like to get him in there. He's a big-time hitter. Had an interception return for a touchdown against New Mexico State in the opening game at home. So look for him to make poise. They also have two outstanding defensive ends in Jaylee and Akora. And Curly Kareem, and they also like to rotate in Dalen Hayes and another guy, Adio Digio, mm-hmm. that are, in my opinion, can start for any other team. The question for Notre Dame is going to be simply can they stop the run? And the answer to that is no. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate to say it, man. This is this is the thing about Notre Dame. They're 0 yeah. 9 in road games against the top 20. So, so that's a strike, right? And they're there. going to SEC country to play a hostile country against Georgia where it's under the lights. It's going to be nasty. I don't think Georgia's lost a non conference game at home in like 30 years. Yep. Uh, then you got Ian Book. This is his first road game against the top twenty team. He pro- this is his first start. The first start. But he's okay, playing. He's okay. First he's start. Playing, okay. He, he played. He played. He played. He played. First start. He played against his LSU. Start. His first start. Yeah, his first I, start. I, I, he's, okay. he's played a lot of big time. And games. Book is like the leading rusher and passer. Like you can't. You don't have a running game in Notre Dame. I mean, like, I'm concerned. I mean, but but this we is, don't. We don't have anything. But this is my problem, and I'm saying this to one guy, and I he's. Makes a lot of money, and I respect what he does. And this is a Paul Feinbaum. I understand you have a job to do, Mr. Feinbaum. You're an SEC homer, and I have no problem f- to for you to say that. That's proud. You're proud of your conference. Uh, the SEC fans are great people, but let's not get it understood. We know what the SEC does. We know how they get their players. Mm-hmm. We know what it's about down there. Don't disrespect us up north. Mm-hmm. We can play football. We come to play. Just because you may beat us here and there or you got almighty Alabama and Auburn and Florida and you think that you have the best conference in the world, it's not true. Mm-hmm. You have a top-heavy conference with three teams, mm-hmm. and then the other teams are garbage. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. The mm-hmm. top three teams, Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, maybe Florida when they good, LSU when they good, everybody else is garbage. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, garbage. Mm-hmm. Missouri. Garbage, mm-hmm. Arkansas, garbage. Mm-hmm. Who else? Texas A&M, garbage. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is garbage. You a three-team league. You bully everybody else. You maybe play one or two teams at the beginning of the year. You load up on, on week one double-A okay. teams, and you beat up on them, and you think you're somebody. Okay. Because you wait a month or two to play somebody, okay. and you play because you play a championship game, you think you're somebody. Yeah. I got a big problem with that. So, with all due respect, 
I really hope Notre Dame can come out and smack them in the mouth. Mm-hmm. We may not win this game, but we need to show people we belong. And I don't have a problem with that. Uh, what I have a problem with is people saying, oh, you got blown out by Clemson. Yeah. No, we didn't get blown out by Clemson. What yeah, happened was our starting did. cornerback that got injury, hurt, and they saw us. that, and they, they picked on the guy that us. had no business being that in the game. That's man. what happened. I was so mad at that. Julian Love was hurt. Yeah, super hurt. He was hurt coming, he, he was hurt coming into and the game. And then he tweaked it. He tried to play it. And he, got on, and he got picked on. And, and he, when he yeah. went out, they yeah. they, they rolled up on yeah. it. So for Paul Feinbaum to be extremely disrespectful yeah. and say Notre Dame is garbage, Notre Dame doesn't belong, they got blown out by no, you don't belong. You're an SEC homer yeah. that just keep your ass in the SEC. Nobody yeah. cares about the Southeastern Conference right. and all the kids that can't read or write down there that you're passing <laughs> in the school. That's a disgrace because when they come in the NFL, they can't even read an NFL playbook, and half of them are out two or three years. Let's go down the list of Alabama players that Alabama has. Yeah, you guys got first round draft picks, but how many of those first round draft picks has panned out in NFL? How many of those players have panned out in NFL? How many of those quarterbacks in the SEC has panned out in NFL? None of them. A handful. A handful. Just a handful. Sorry I went on a rant. No, I, I just get I mad. Like I just get mad like when people it. personally attack Notre Dame because we play the best of the blessed. Now, we may get our ass kicked, this but we play anybody. I would have been more comfortable, and I said this the last episode, I would have been more comfortable if this game was later in the season, but the, the fourth game in... Third game. Excuse me, third game. That's right. Third game in for us. We got to play against a top a top 10 team. That's fine. I don't care. I don't care because we're not afraid. We'll we'll go down there and we'll play. We'll get our That's ass fine. Beat, That's fine. We'll get our ass beat. That's okay. But Georgia ain't winning no national championship this I year. I agree with that. They'll be in the top five, though. They should be. But Georgia, they ain't going to make the look, playoffs. They'll look, be in the top five. Look, and then what's going to happen is the, the, the committee is going to be like, oh, man, they played a highly ranked Notre Dame team. Right. And if we run the table after this, which is a possibility, they're going to get they gonna get in the third or fourth spot just because of this game. If you want to do college football properly, we need to do European soccer league rules where you start relegating people to certain divisions. Mm-hmm. That's the only way the shit's going to work, how they mm-hmm. do it in England. You put the top 25 or the top 40 whatever programs and you have to play each other. Yeah. That's what it is. Everybody plays each other. Fuck this conference shit. Yeah, yeah, and the top yeah. eight teams going to the playoffs. Right, right, and then right. the bottom half, if you can't win, then your ass yeah. is out and you bring somebody else Hey, in. I like that. That's the best way to, to, to end all of this because now you you don't have this. Pl- and the schedule's random. You throw them all in the computer and you print our schedule out. Yeah. That's the best way to do college football. And it's football. not like these colleges don't have money. We're not going no. to. That's a whole other subject. Right. These teams can afford to allow their 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 players to travel to different right. parts of the country. Right. And it's not a problem to do that. Right. But yeah, that's a hell of an idea. That's man. the best way to do it because what you do then is you eliminate strength of schedule as far as conference-wise because, look, if you look at Ohio State, Ohio State's a prime example. You look at Ohio State's schedule, all bums they're going to play. The only really, and their the only team they're going to play in their conference will give them a, a, a any a battle. Don't will be, even say will be Michigan, yeah. and they're not even. But they won't even give them. I mean, no. they roll everybody yeah. by forty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at the Pac-12, how bad that conference is. Purdue. Yeah, Purdue. I mean, yeah, that was a good game. <laughs> That was a good game. Purdue, Purdue play. That's how Notre Dame needs to play Georgia. Yeah. Notre Dame needs to play how Purdue play Ohio State. I mean, but you, you just look at how conferences are. Really, it's a two- to three-team conference mm-hmm. for most conferences. Mm-hmm. And that you have them beat up on everybody. And then they'll play maybe the second or best team. And then whoever comes out of there is the winner or whatever. So, my opinion is the best thing for them to do is to take the top 40 teams, put them in one, one big league, mm-hmm. do a random schedule. Mm-hmm. 
and you go from there. And then you take the t- top eight teams, mm-hmm. and then you put them in the playoff bracket, the and you go from there. Get relegated, right. And the man. bottom get relegated. And you then, can still have your all your bowl yeah, games yeah. and all your different little That's things. That's true. That's true. So that, we'll see. I, I I think that might if this is still going the way it is, and we see teams like Clemson and Georgia. And like because it's not uh, fun. It's not. It's, I'm getting it's tired just whack. It's it. whack. I hope, yeah. I, dude. I don't care. Yeah. I don't want to see Alabama and Clemson beat the, the shit time. out of somebody seventy to zero yeah. in a national championship yeah. game. Yeah. It makes no sense. That's true. Okay, it makes no sense. And, and another thing, they spend eighty million dollars on facilities. That shit's ridiculous. That money, the money is there. The money is there. Definitely. I know. Definitely there. I know. But how can you compete if you slack state? That's true. You can't. So the best way to do this is just do one division. Alabama plays Southern Miss this week. <laughs> Alabama plays. And Clemson plays Charlotte. Exactly. What What is going on exactly. here? Exactly. Uh, okay. So uh, you think we're gonna get? What do you, What do you honestly think the score is gonna be between uh, Georgia and Notre Dame? I'll say Georgia thirty four, Notre Dame twenty one. Ooh, you going up high? I'm yeah. thinking it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. I think it's gonna be for the I'm talking about for Notre Dame. I think it's gonna be like twenty eight to ten. Yeah. Notre Dame can score. They can move the ball off and they got enough weapons. I mean Chase Claypool, six five. They got Tommy Trumbull six five tight end. They got I mean, I'm not really. And it's, and I'm uh, not really. See, this is people are getting confused. No, here's the other the thing. The defense too. ain't what, no, it, what it used to be for Georgia. That, but hold on, the offense is. I'm the but, offensive line for Georgia is is and as that's what I'm saying. That's, that's the problem I'm worried about. And that's what I'm saying. I, mean, I, I think we can clock move the ball. management. Clock yeah. management on on Georgia. They're gonna run the shit out the ball. And, it's go, and, and here's that's another here's another stat. I I I I was holding this one for last. Georgia is 27 and 0 when they rush for at least 155 yards. And they're gonna rush for 155. They're 0 and 5. If they don't rush for 155 yards, so this is this is this is the problem. Notre Dame is kind of like in a catch two. Either you 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 load the box up and you try to stop the run, hey, you stop and, you, the run. and you force Jake <laughs> Fromm to beat you. You stop, the or run. you or you just try to play kind of like spread them out. This is trying to do. push them sideline to sideline. You stop the run because you got to stop the run. Jake Fromm, like I, I don't know if I said this on air or off, but he off is air. yeah, I did say it off air. He is. Uh, Kind of been garbage two of the three games. He's been held under 160 yards. In but this the game, he dropped like 305. This might be the game he's going to stop 300 yards. I mean, if you load <laughs> the box, if moment. you load the box, let him go ahead and just just force force the pass. And but I still think it's going to be a low scoring affair. Total like the total points scored. I mean, I don't see more than I don't see more than 38 points. I mean, I understand. Like, we've shitted ourselves and all. I mean, you, you go back to the, the Clemson game, we shitted ourselves. You go back to the Miami game, we shitted ourselves. I mean, you go back to... But at least to, that was end of the year, though. That huh? was, I say at least that was, like, end of the year. I'm, this, you go know, back to Ohio State, we shitted our... I mean, but, but still, we have not shown up in big games. At the and, end of the year. And, like, I, I can expect it at the end of the year. Like, we, we're so close, and then, oh, we got to play fucking... Alabama, we got to play right. Clemson. But, and then I, I'm like, okay, but it, just, it shouldn't fucking matter. But like I said, it shouldn't fucking matter because we're Notre Dame and we expect to be in those games. Yeah, and this is what true. I want people to realize. Yeah. Look, we, be in we expect game. to be in those games. I don't know what people, oh, we don't belong to be there. We went fucking 12 and 0. How can you not put us in the playoffs? We went 12 and 0. We beat everybody on our schedule. Oh, we were in the playoffs. We should have been they, in the playoffs. But they killed the Georgia shouldn't they, have been. They lost two games. Yeah. They and should. then they got killed by Texas, so they lost three games. Yeah, yeah. So they shouldn't have fucking belonged in the playoffs. Yeah. Hell, Alabama got trounced by Clemson by 29. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have belonged in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
So you just don't know. Some teams get hot and they play well. You know, like I said, I know Georgia's game plan. They're going to come out. Run. They're going to run the fucking ball. Running and that's what's going to happen. They're yeah. going to run it down our throats. And we need to be. We need to realize they got a 6'6 offensive tackle. They got a 6'6 guard. They got a 6'5 center. They got a 6'6 guard. They got a 6'7 offensive tackle. And they got a, a four or five five-star running backs. And then they got a, a starting running back, D'Angelo Swift, that'll probably be a first-rounder this year who rushed for 1,000 yards last year, splitting with uh, uh, with Holyfield. Yeah. And this year he's on pace for 1,500 yards. Yeah. He's averaging 5.5 a carry. And he's also electric out the backfield catching the ball. Yes. It looks like Todd Gurley. So, I mean, look, it's going to be a task. But I, I, I believe we can though. play well. I will correct you on the stat. Swift is averaging seven and a half. Seven and a half per carry. But again, that was against Arkansas State. It's still though. I mean, so, he, I mean he's, he's fun he, to watch. He is. He is. A he human is joystick. He is dynamic. I will say that. Uh, okay, so let's just briefly talk about the top ten yeah. uh, that's in the uh, in college football right now. We got Clemson. We just talked about them. They play Charlotte. That's yeah. an easy win. We got Alabama. They play Southern Miss. That's an easy win. Georgia is ranked number three. We just talked about them playing Notre Dame. So now we're looking at the bottom half. So yeah. we got LSU. Who's like the flavor of the month because they beat Texas? A bad Texas. Oh, okay, Texas team, but not that great. They're they're three and zero. I like I like LSU. I'll give uh, them respect. They play Vanderbilt. Oh, we we need to see when they play Bama. That's true. We need to see when they play Bama and Auburn. That's I was gonna say Auburn probably first test because yeah. I don't think if they can't beat Auburn, yeah. Especially with a freshman quarterback. I know a lot of people like Bo Nix, but he is a freshman. Now, uh, so they're ranked four. Oklahoma's got a bye. Yeah. And uh, Jalen Hurts, man, that boy is a problem. Wow. I mean, what, what, I mean, I understand Alabama. I mean, you had Tua. I mean, Tua is great, too. So, I mean, look, I mean, they did him a favor. Hey. I, I still think that he might have been slightly better than Tua. I think Tua just had came in at the right I mean, what you had to make that change. I mean, if you go back to that game, they're completely inept on offense and championship. He was out of sorts. Tua Tua came in and was like, bang, 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 slinging it like like the yogurt sling. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, I I, I think they made the right decision. Uh, Ohio State, they play Miami of Ohio. They should win that one. Notre Dame is number seven. They play Georgia. So, Auburn. You mentioned Auburn playing LSU in the, in the future. Uh, they play Texas A&M. That's a good game. That's going to be a nice Jimbo game. Jimbo Fisher and his $80 million contract. Kelly Mond, what can they do? Uh, Texas A&M got a big, uh, strong defensive line they can get after the quarterback. So, I'm looking. I'm, I'm Auburn, I'll say Auburn's going to get upset in this game. I'm going to go A&M on that one. Uh, I, might, I might agree with you. I think it's going to be a little too much for uh, for Bo Nix to be in his first true road star game in the SEC with that 12th man. I think it's going to be a little too much. I really haven't really saw much out of them, especially when they play Oregon. They got a great, outstanding defense, but they really struggled on offense. And I think, I think A&M... Uh, can put up points, and I think their defense is outstanding. I think that's going to be that's going to be a tough task for Auburn. Uh, Florida is ranked number nine. They play Tennessee. Mm. Florida is. Mm. Uh, Felipe Franks has struggled. Mm-hmm. They got a strong running game. They always find themselves in the top ten, though. I know because it's How's Florida. It, how, it's because it's SEC. Florida, SEC, and it's Florida. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, did you watch the Miami game? They did not look impressive at all against Miami. Miami's terrible. Yeah. I mean, they barely won that game. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee upset them in this game. I mean, Tennessee's Tennessee's yeah, been yeah, bad, yeah. but they 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 can put up points, and I think that they need to get on the schneid, and I think that. 
you know, if anybody's ripe for the picking, it's it's Florida right now. So. And then the last team in the top ten is Utah. They play USC. That's going to be a good one. That's tonight. I think USC is going to get smashed. I think Utah is going to run the ball down their throat. So aside of physicality today, USC has. What's the quarterback's yet. name in USC? Uh, the freshman. I'm not sure. I forgot. But JT uh, Daniels is out for the season with a torn ACL. And uh, it's a freshman, a true freshman starter right now. He's decent, but I mean they got a ton of weapons on offense. But it doesn't help when the quarterback can't throw the ball. So Utah, you you think Utah got this one? Well, I think Utah is an extremely physical team. I think they're well coached. I think USC is a team that's that lost to BYU that they shouldn't have lost to in double overtime. I think they're kind of teetering now. I think Lin Swan just re- resigned as a, as a, AD. as a, a AD. I, I think that Clay Hilton is on his way out. You know, and I think there's been a lot of rumors about possibly Urban Meyer and a big name coach getting in there. He needs to sit his ass down somewhere. So, but the matchup I'm really interested in is not a top ten, but uh, Michigan and, and, and Wisconsin. And oh, I think a okay. lot of people have talked well about, have talked highly about Michigan until they saw how really what they really were against Army. And I think Wisconsin's going to come and they're going to just smash him in the mouth. So you think Michigan's going to get upset? I think Michigan is extremely overrated, and I think they're not good. I think Shea Patterson. Lifetime contract, though, boy. Lifetime contract. I mean, Jim Harbaugh's about to go. Nah, that that lifetime contract, bro. You think he's gonna stay there forever? Uh, we'll see. But well, I look for that. It's, 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 it's like uh, you know the khakis, the khakis, the, the sweater khaki, vest, you know, um, the sweater um, vest. <laughs> they're not. They're not a terrible team. I heard stories that when he was at Stanford, he would cut his hand and smear blood over his offensive linemen and get them hyped up. Oh wow. So it's kind of weird. I mean, they like him. I mean, I would, I would, I wanted him to be the he Bears. He was a coach. decent quarterback at Indianapolis. He, he was, was okay. Yeah. He was alright. He was a, like a first round pick, wasn't he? Something like that. Yeah. Baseball. 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 I can't stand baseball, especially when my team was out of it. Like right at the end of June, like they had the Giants had like a winning streak. They were like beating the crap out of people. And in my head, I was like, they're about to hit the wall. Then and Bochy's done, huh? Yeah, Bochy, this is last year. He just got his 2000th win against the Red Sox uh, a couple of nights ago. Uh, but the Giants are like 74 and 79, so they're, they're barely trying to get to 500. They're so far out of any kind of wild card spot, but they're not technically mathematically eliminated. I don't know how that, how that goes, but um, playoff pitcher is pretty – Pretty set. Like, so the American League, you got the Yankees. The Yankees have already clinched it. Minnesota. Minnesota Houston. has not clinched, but Houston. They're gonna get Houston has already clinched the wild card, but most likely will will get the second spot. Then you have the A's, Cleveland, the A's and Tampa gonna, Bay. A's are pretty much a cinch to get the wild card unless they um they just go on a losing streak for some sort. I think they're like three games ahead of everybody else. Um, how bad has Philly been with Bryce Harper? 78 and 73. You gave a guy 400 million to be I thought Bryce Harper was overrated, but like. Um, well, even the Padres signed a guy, and they're 69 and 84. Machado is also overrated. But God. when it comes to baseball, that's where you, that's where the money is at. Like if you can produce as a player, because you're your own you're your own player, right? You can produce. They're gonna throw the bag at you. So uh, Bryce Harper is gonna get his multi millions and play for a team that's subpar. He'll be traded. Uh, he won't be there long. No, he'll be there. They're not gonna. Why would you give him all that money? Like I wouldn't. I would be like, okay, uh, you're gonna be here for life. <laughs> like, or you're gonna be here for a large amount of your your career. The um, team that really surprised me more than more than twins. anything was the Twins in Atlanta. 
Atlanta, Braves are in the tweens. The Braves, I thought um, they showed promise last year, um, and now they they have this this superstar Acuna, uh, who's uh, I don't know if he got a forty forty season yet, but he's damn near close to it. Uh, the Braves are uh, are wild card, but they're most likely clinch. You got the Cardinals; they're still a staple um, in the NL Central. You got the Dodgers, basically are running away, but they win the NL. They're a couple of wins shy of 100. Um, 20 game leader in their division. Yeah, I mean the how NL West. Is, how about is the NL West? West? The NL West is boo boo. Like Man. the Diamondbacks, not good. The Rockies, not good. Man, it's a bad. The Padres, not baseball. Good. Baseball has a major problem. The the Padres are not good. The Giants are they're average, but they're not good enough to get into. Just any too playoffs. many bad teams in baseball. Yeah, just too many bad teams. Um, so like uh, the wild card, you got the Nationals, the Brewers, and the Cubs. Your Cubs are fighting to try yeah, to. Yeah, we get lost a yesterday spot. four five to four to the to the Cardinals, and yeah. that pushed us back down there behind the Brewers by I think a half a game. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, out of the other team, like so two wild card teams, and basically they play in to get uh with one of the one of the uh division leaders, but you got the Nationals, the Brewers, the Cubs. You think your Cubs can get in that second spot? Well, we're eighty-two and seventy-one right now, so we would have to win out. To t- you got like eight games. Like we got eight games. Eight I think we can. Games. I mean, it just really depends on the last eight games. I mean, like I said, we dropped the game to the Cardinals five before. We can't have those situations where they we drop for- close games. They forced Chris Bryant out there, knowing yeah. that his ankle is yeah. damn near destroyed. So um, I don't know if y'all get in. Y'all not gonna win the no, playing we're not. game. We're not. We're. I mean, like I said, we've we've. We won our World Series, and I'm sorry. <laughs> you satisfied? I'm satisfied. I don't really care anymore. I'm satisfied. Uh, I got spoiled. We got four, and, or we got three in five years or something like hey, that. So some like, people are luckier than others. I got one. That's all I care about. And and there was a big wait for that one. Um, and the AL, um, it's it, it's really the Yankees and the Astros, the teams to really look at. Although the A's, hopefully they can. They got. I mean, they got a get bunch them of a no names. Get them a, bunch, a stadium. They got a bunch of no names. I'm tired of walking around win. Jack London seeing poster boards of a stadium at Howard Terminal that's never going to be built. Hey man, that that would be a nice that would be a nice site though. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, we got sidetracked there. Um, that's going to probably do it for the nosebleed section. We like to thank you for tuning in for Gator. I am TJ. We will see you next time. Peace. Peace.